the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. January 5th, 2020. We're not going to look back on this night. In the history books, we will see a country on the brink of war, the United States of America, a president tweeting out a threat of 52 bombs, including cultural sites. Young people risking their lives, traveling across the world, people not knowing if bombs are going to drop on their kids' heads, and the continent of Australia on fire. For our kids and their kids, we have to vote in 2020, and we have to get beg and plead for everyone we know to vote in 2020. Welcome back, friends. That is International National Security Specialist Patricia Arquette and also Environmentalist and Scientist par excellence to analyze that pronouncement. It's not as important and as fun as Ricky Gervais, but it gives you an insight into just how these people think. We have none other than New England's undisputed talk show, talk radio king. He is Howie Carr. Follow him on Twitter at Howie Carr Show. Happy New Year, Howie. Happy New Year, Seb uh, Gorka. I, you know, I was planning to vote for Trump again in 2020. Until but but I when heard you heard that, that, right? That brilliant uh, peroration from a, from a woman inside wearing sunglasses. It was like Cicero. I, it was I, Churchillian. <laughs> it was de Gaulle wrapped up with Margaret Thatcher. It was stupendous. It was epigrammatic, <laughs> reminiscent of Juvenal. Indeed, indeed. Cartago de Linda Est. <laughs> um, the, can I? I'm sorry. This may strike people and please dear listeners uh excuse me uh, I, i'm going to be a bit shallow for a second this woman who you know she made a couple of good films a long time ago she stands there as you said in dark glasses with a cleavage that looks like it's pneumatic and has nothing to do with nature and she's lecturing us i mean howie car are your kids going on holiday to iran because she said, your kids might have bombs fall on their heads because of Donald Trump. Is that where you send your family for, well, maybe some members of your family, but I don't know. Is that where you go on holiday? No. And, and you know, I feel bad for the people in Australia but and, and the kangaroos. I, 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 I'm going to remember that picture of the kangaroo in front of the fire for a long time. But uh, honestly, I'm not losing any sleep over it. <laughs> you know, and, and I, you know what? I don't think Patricia Arquette is either. No, but hang on. This is this. Look, you are. A talk radio maven. But when we see you on Fox News, you are there to analyze the media and the so-called cultural elite. Don't you think they actually believe the garbage they they spin? I, I think, you know, that's why they have their, their little posses, you know, and, uh, you know, have your person take a meeting with my person right. and all this. I mean, they, they, they don't hear a lot of blowback, you know, like they got last night from uh, Ricky... Gervais, Gervais. Right. I don't. I'm. I'm not a big, you know, uh, expert on him either. But he he was very funny, and he he put them in their places. And and you know, I like the the L.A. Times critic said uh, he misread the room. 
no, 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 The, no, the no. room was the United States of America. Yeah, yeah, it was I, those three or four million people who didn't have anything better to do but watch that he show. He knew exactly he, he, what yeah. he was doing. Right. Sometimes, sometimes you play to a larger audience than the, than the people that are right in front of you. And that's what he did. And he, he did a brilliant job. And, you know, somebody said today he's, he's elevated himself to a Dave Chappelle status in, in, in the sense that, you know, it's going to be hard for them to come after him because he's so open now. I mean, what are they going to say about him? He's politically incorrect? Well, yeah, he obviously is. And he's very funny. And he put them in their place. Well, if you, if you missed it and I say, you know, I, I don't watch the Golden Globes, but we have the audio, Ricky Gervais, the man who brought the world the office. And we didn't rehearse this with Howie, but here we are. This is the, um, it's viral. I mean, this is truly, truly viral. Ricky Gervais, who was emceeing the Golden Globes, and this is what he had to say to the people in the room as America was listening. Cut one. Apple roared into the, the TV game with a morning show. A superb drama, yeah. A superb drama about the importance of dignity and doing the right thing, made by a company that runs sweatshops in China. So, well, you say you're woke, but the companies you work for, I mean, unbelievable. Apple, Amazon, Disney. If ISIS started a streaming service, you'd call your agent, wouldn't you? So, if you do win an award tonight, don't use it as a, a platform to make a political speech, right? You're in no position to lecture the public about anything. You know nothing about the real world. Most of you spent less time in school than Greta Thunberg. So, if you win, right, come up, accept your little award, thank your agent and your God. And, and then he finished it with some rude words. We can't broadcast. Um, Howie, I don't know, and, and we'll never know. If Ricky Gervais was just doing the kind of shock jock, this is my Howard Stern moment, or whether he really meant it. But it doesn't really matter, because the content of what he said was spot on, wasn't it? Yeah, and, and you know, look at the way he worked in Greta Thunberg there, too. I mean, that, that is so good. I mean, he didn't just say, hey, Greta Thunberg, take her, please take her. You know, he worked her in right. as, as another little dig at, at her and at them. I mean, it was that's what, that's what makes a comic comedic gold. And the thing, too, is he brings up Epstein on the eve of Epstein's of trial. trial in right. New York when Epstein stumbles in there in his walker after we've seen pictures of him at nightclubs partying it up a couple of weeks earlier. And then, as we speak, uh, Seb, they're getting ready to announce, have a press conference in L.A. that they're, they're going to indict him out in L.A. too. So it's just, I mean, it's, it's just perfect timing all the way around. And... And he gave, he works in a couple of Epstein jokes on the just after sixty minutes has this story about uh, more more evidence that uh, Epstein didn't really commit suicide. But how so it was perfect timing. It's more than comedy gold. It, it is it is a blast across the bow of those people who get pa- paid to pretend they're somebody else on celluloid, telling us who to vote for. It isn't isn't he in fact demonstrating? in large part, why 63 million Americans chose a non-politician to be their president? Yes. I mean, they, I, think there's, I think there's even a greater blowback after the last three years of what's been going on. These, uh, these kinds of uh, uh, just uh, ridiculous, inane lectures from people who palled around 
as as Gervais put it, with uh, Epstein and uh, Weinstein. They're they're giving us lectures in morality and telling us we have to uh, worry about uh, the marsupial population down under. I mean, please give no, me, no. And, give and me the a break. Ira- and the poor Iranians. Don't forget the poor murderous major generals in yes. the Quds Force. Yes. We, we need to feel sorry for them as well. The mourners, the mourners who are chanting "Death to America." Right. We're talking to Howie Carr. Follow him right now on Twitter, Howie Carr with two R's, Howie Carr Show. He is the author of Brothers, Bulger, and Hitman, and you can read him regularly in the Boston Herald. I'm Sebastian Gorka, former strategist to the 45th president of the United States. This is America First on the Salem Radio Network. More with Howie in a moment. If you enjoy this show... If you want to get access to all three hours without the commercial breaks, with exclusive interviews with people like Howie behind a wall that nobody else can access, join my cabinet. Go to SebGorka.com, S-E-B-G-O-R-K-A, SebGorka.com. Click on the Gorka's Cabinet banner, join now, and you will get content that you can't find anywhere else. This is America First. I'm Sebastian Gorka, back with the one and only Howie Carr after these messages. Whatever you're doing, wherever you are, don't touch that dial. From the ReliefFactor.com studios, this is America First with Sebastian Gorka. Thank you, Deep Voice Dave. We are indeed in the ReliefFactor.com studios, back with New England's talk radio king. You know who he is, that voice, that visage when you see him on Fox News. He is Howie Carr, author of Brothers, Bulger, and Hitman. Read him in the Boston Herald and follow him on Twitter at Howie Carr Show. Howie, um, I have to ask you somebody. who You've been doing this for a while, at least a couple of weeks, right? A couple of months. Oh, yeah. yeah, okay. yeah I've been through. Th- this is my third <laughs> Joe Biden campaign. Oh, my gosh. That's a, that's a bad metric. Your third <laughs> Joe Biden. Okay, when, when he was when he was campaigning on the back of dinosaurs um so you've seen it all you've seen it all we have as of today 301 days to go do you see any sign that things will get better in the media in the left and what happens give us howie carl's analysis in 301 days if donald trump gets reelected, what's the left going to do can they survive that and if he is defeated are they going to be even crazier than they have been in the last three years? What's, what's Howie Carr's prediction either way? I think whatever happens on November the 3rd, the left is going to be crazier, especially if he wins. Yeah. I think if he wins, I, I, you know, I really wouldn't be surprised. If he wins, I think they take back the, the Republicans take back the House of Representatives. Right. And at that point, uh, Pelosi becomes a, a Botoxed craze lame duck. And I wouldn't be surprised to see him try to impeach him again and again and yes. again. Yes, right. Just what, whatever kind of craziness they can, saying they're doing it for the good of the of the the future, for the children, for the for the endangered marsupials. <laughs> for the marsupials, and, uh, yes. Down, in, uh, down under. Right. You know, I mean, I think they're just totally out of control. And I, I, I think they're becoming more hysterical here because they, they don't have a good candidate. I mean, this, this doesn't seem to be sorting itself out. Usually at this time, for the last however many cycles it's been, somebody on either side seems to be getting stronger and stronger. I don't see that happening here on the Democrat side, do you? 
No, I do not. I, I, I think it really is irrelevant which one of the, the current candidate uh, wins the, the nomination for the Democrats. None of them stand a chance against just the track record of the last three years that what, what the president has created. Um, but, but how about this question? Um, what do you say? I mean, you're in New England. You're, you're in a part of the world where conservatives... Republicans, they, they write off certain areas. They say California, Massachusetts, it's not even relevant anymore. What do you say to those Americans who are listening to your show and to my show, which is from, you know, L.A. to New York, that every single American matters and whether or not their vote really counts? What, what, what is your message in the next 301 days to those who think, I'm just in crazy town? Look, elections do have consequences. I'm going to talk about it on my show today. I mean, look what's happened in the state of New York. Yeah. I mean, they, they, uh, they've always had a Democrat for a while. They've had a Democrat governor, a Democrat assembly, a House. They always had Republican control of the state Senate. And, you know, granted, they were a little dodgy, shady people. A couple, One of them went to jail. <laughs> you know, another one got thrown out of office. But they, they were a bulwark. Last election, they got wiped out. Finally, the Dems took control of the Senate. What do you have now? No bail laws. Right. They're letting these people out of jail, people who attack uh, Jews on the streets of Brooklyn. Repeated. Drunk, dry, drunk drivers yeah. kill people and are let go, and they're giving them gift cards on the way out the door, and they head immediately for the liquor store. That, this is just because, like, five state senators got knocked off in, in New York State. Same thing in the Commonwealth of Virginia. You always had the a, a, uh, you had a crazy governor walking around in blackface or in a Klan outfit, the lieutenant governor credibly accused of rape, a blackface-wearing attorney general, but you had a Republican bulwark in the legislature. Right. It got wiped out in just, just three or four months ago. What's happening? They're trying to basically repeal the Second Amendment in the Commonwealth of Virginia. And, they're, and they don't care that nobody, whether they voted Democrat or Republican last November, wants, wants these draconian anti-gun laws. They're saying, we're going to mobilize the, uh, the National Guard. They're, that's what they're talking about. So I would tell people, even if you live in a, in a blue state or a, or a uh, blue county or district, whatever, you, get, you better get out there and vote. And just look what's happened when, when these, uh, these people are allowed to take over. They, yeah. they're, they're, they don't have any more brakes on them. They don't, they don't believe in the Constitution. They don't, specifically, they don't believe in the First and the Second Amendments. You know, they don't believe in our freedom of speech and they don't believe in our uh, right to bear arms. It's a great point. It's not just the repeal of the Second Amendment in Virginia. It's really the repeal of our constitutional rights, our civil rights. Every single vote matters. Make a difference. Be on social media. Get out there and ask people the question while Reagan asked. Are you better off than you were three years ago? We've been talking to the great Howie Carr. Follow him on Twitter at Howie Carr Show and check out the great book Brothers Bulger and his articles in the Boston Herald. God bless you, Howie. Keep doing what you do. I'm Sebastian Gorka. We are broadcasting from the ReliefFactor.com studios. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. 
the explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. And I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.